0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Arash's World, and today we have a very special guest. We have the uh, filmmaker David Gerson on our show. Hi, David. Hi, so nice to meet you. How are you doing today? Great, great. Okay, you're very busy promoting an excellent documentary, and so the title is The Story Won't Die, and uh, let's talk about it. I've seen it. I have some ideas. I have some comments to make, but let's just um, start off by saying what it's about and any other things you'd like to add.
1: Sure, I mean, The Story Won't Die is a, is a documentary about eight different Syrian artists uh, who are all now living in exile, um, that goes through how they used their various mediums, we've got choreographers, breakdancers, post rock musicians, rappers, visual artists, how they used their work to protest uh, Assad during the uprising in 2011, and then how they used it to process the subsequent refugee journey uh, out of Syria. I really like how you mentioned processing and it's 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 that
0: twofold thing, yes, there is a protest, but it's also individually trying to process and it's like a whole gamut of of different art forms and. um, So I, I, I see it in two ways there's the microscopic part of it it's like really focusing on an issue that's been going on for such a long time and it's causing the havoc and devastating, uh, has devastating ramifications, um, individual and collective trauma. But at the same time, and this is what I want to focus on more, not, not so much the depressing part, is that the creative arts give us the power to heal emotionally, spiritually, and so on. And at the same time to create memorable art. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, look, I don't know how much people heal right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's the beginning of a journey that takes time. But I do feel that for the artists to put forward an expression of, of the horror that they have experienced, it, it allows other people um, who maybe haven't experienced the same thing, who may have grown numb uh, to stories they've seen on the news, to, to live within the body uh, for audiences around the world so that they may have some symbol uh, that they can hold on to 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 remind them of what is still happening and I I think that's the great power of the artist is to is to put forward something that can kind of bypass the intellectual mind um, in the way that a a song from the 60s for example uh, might you know remind a a Bob Dylan song will remind you of what was going on in the 60s United States I feel like some of these artists are like you know the Bob Dylans of Syria
0: yeah, yeah, and so I, I've seen a previous documentary by Ron Bork, which was Terror and Hope, and it was a fo- focusing on resilience and these mm-hmm. families. Um, mm-hmm. What I found Im- impressive in yours too, I mean, so the focus was on trauma and children, and how they, they deal with it, but uh, yours was also showing the life of a refugee and in a way that really humanizes them and uh, helps us to see it because mm-hmm. we read about it in the news. I, I was a refugee a long time ago from Iran with my parents don't Mm. remember it but um, but it's something that I was familiar with But at the same time seeing it visually just also changed my mind in many ways that there's so much suffering so much hardship that I do not have access to and I can't comprehend Mm. but um, I'm glad that you are focusing on and showing it as well.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, kind of like you, my my father was born a refugee and came to the United States um, when he was young. and And that horror uh, that a refugee flees from, I think lives on in the body and lives on generation to generation. And so part of this is my coming to understand what my father's experience was like. Um, and also, is there a chance that that if we do not, If the artist, for example, but the human being, uh, does not shy away from looking into the darkness uh, and horrors of war, but rather tries to give voice to the expression, uh, how might that help in this process of of confronting those pains uh, for generations to come? And in many ways, when I was looking at these interviews, I felt almost like I was the children um, of some of these these friends of mine. So
0: yeah. And you answered one of the questions I had, what was the inspiration there? So now that kind of explains it, what drew you towards that? And uh, I think in a similar way that resonated with me because of those experiences. And so when we talk about peace, justice, freedom of expression, I mean, they are really fighting for those things. And we see it in in places like, like Canada, like the US, where we have so much peace, comparatively and justice and freedom of expression but we're complaining about a lack of it and so it's like really putting things into perspective and into context like look (laughs) this is something completely different like not having freedom of expression as you express in a documentary that is an issue not whether you know you wear a mask or don't wear a mask those things on the grand scale do not matter right but we make it so big and I think it's like A wake-up call for people to realize, look, there's something else out there. And what you're complaining about is not an issue. It's a non-issue. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, uh, if, if someone's finger hurts, okay, their, their pain is pain, you know. Who sure, sure. Are? No, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. But, but certainly for me as an American, getting into the process of making this film, I really came to understand how much I, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. uh, what it means to have freedom of expression. Uh, the rapper in the film, Abu Khajar, he, he does a lyric saying the driver of this car is weird as a way of sort of speaking about Assad without directly speaking of Assad. in those lyrics got him tortured for months on end, imprisoned, um, you know, if, if people click a like on, on one of his music videos in Syria, they could go to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a lack of freedom of expression. And if anything, I think the most human thing there is, certainly as an American, we, we, we this is part of our constitution, is the idea that you should be able to express yourself Mm -hmm. and seeing how that really is limited, uh, both through social media, through media in general, but then also through the arts and how uh, voices were were forced to be suppressed. Uh, And yet how these artists resisted that suppression and still boldly went forward to express Uh, The horrors and the screams, um, the cries of of their time and of, of their world to me is one of the great inspiring uh, human characteristics I've encountered. And so it's really been an honor to, to document that process in this film.
0: Heroic acts, really. These are heroic acts of like really standing up and it's like a lot is at stake. Like everything is on, at stake in, in these cases. But I, I also, I think part of, I I see things in an optimistic way. So I I do think, and personally, and this has been my experience, that yes, we can, we can heal. It will take a lot of time. Absolutely, it would take a lot of effort. But I think one thing that you are mentioning, definitely delving into that, expressing it is really important. Mm -hmm. And that takes, again, a lot of courage too, of being vulnerable and talking about those experiences. And I applaud every one of them. But at the same time, and as, as as a wannabe artist myself, as a writer and two, and occasional filmmaker, whenever I can, is that connection with the arts, that personal connection? When you, when it comes from like a place of suffering, or you want, you want to express something really badly, which I try to do with my podcast too, it becomes so much more authentic, and I think it's so much more meaningful. So for them, I strongly believe that the arts, whether it was it was singing, rapping, uh, uh, visual arts, dancing. Really, really help them connect with themselves in, in many ways. And that is the beauty of the arts.
1: Absolutely. Beautifully said.
0: Thank you. Yeah. And uh, what I also love, and this is, this is again well deserved, is that you have won a Best Director Award at the uh, Doc LA Film Festival. Congrats. Thank you. As well as the Best uh, Featured Documentary in Guadalajara.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was in the Morelia Film Festival, and I'm familiar with that, but um, I, the Guadalajara is actually even bigger in, in, in my view, so again, well done. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, and so and How was the experience here? of
0: getting that recognition to, and again, being a, 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 a spokesperson for uh, these, uh, these wonderful Syrian uh, young people, this young generation?
1: Yeah, I mean, again, it's really been an honor for me. We started um, this film and its festival run we haven't been going exactly for a year and I'm thrilled that it's about to come out into theaters and, and online. Um, we started this run at Hot Docs, went on to AFI Docs, um, won Best Director and Best Doc Feature, as you said. Um, it, it it's That's been an honor, sharing it with the Syrian community, Mm who has seen the film and embraced the film, and and in certain instances, been made to feel less alone in their experiences, has been a great, um, I don't know, honor, I should say, again, uh, of sharing this film. We've also been able to bring it to the German embassy in Washington through the State Department I've spoken. Uh, We spoke at the Oslo Freedom Forum. You know, it's a mixture of just making a movie and of course, a, a sense of kind of activism and, and purpose, and mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not naive enough to think that a film can change policy in Washington or around the world. It helps, though. I do it believe helps. that you know, if we can see the faces, um, the humanity of, of who uh, we often, as a nation, as a world, tend to close borders and doors to. If we start by seeing our shared humanity, uh, I think that door is a little bit harder to close. And yeah. And that's, uh, you know, just sharing, again, that, that, um, you know, the, the, the people in this film are, are really just kind of, I, I feel like my collaborators and, and, and friends and uh, people that I'm inspired by and so I, I just hope the world gets to meet them and, and, and share and, and celebrate their work together. And for exposing
0: us to uh, to Syrian rap and uh, uh, post rock and all girls band, I mean that's that's just fascinating. That's not something we would usually see in the media. So, but I also like the fact that it also validates your work. So and to to continue on these paths. So, um, do you think? Do you have any any other major products in mind? I know it's. Think ahead, but anything you'd like to share? Or is that is documentaries something you're gonna continue with? Or you're also an actor as well. So uh, how has that uh, um, re-energized your, your passions for
1: film? You know, in many ways, doing a documentary is, it, 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 you're almost like a scene partner with the person that you're interviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being there. Uh, no, the, this project started as a way for me to do research for a narrative film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are now, you know, putting together the, this narrative film that's loosely related to this story uh, set in Greece. Um, and I have other sort of television projects and, and, you know, but everything I do in some regards deals with political issues that I can't quite seem to understand or wrap my mind around uh, and, and kind of how the arts or humanizing stories, um, you know, help, help me personally. Uh, to process some, some of the bigger questions of our times.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the beauty of the arts again, I think. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome at Arash's World. Again, once you have your, your work, it's going to be Thank amazing. You. I already know in advance. Thank you so much, David Gerson, to be here. Again, the documentary, it's called The Story Won't Die. It's an impassioned plea here for for arts, but also for what is going on in the world, especially here when we talk about Syria, the suffering that has happened over the years and uh, we wish each of these people real people here real life people the very best so that they can come out of it much stronger, but they have shown already a lot of courage and resilience so I highly applaud that thank you again for being on
1: Russia's world. Thank you. And if you're in L.A. on June 10th, uh, playing for a week at the Lovely Glendale, and I hope you'll come see it. I'll be thinking about it. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Take care.